Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday to everyone here on the Southside Beats. My name is Chris Halleck and uh, welcome. And uh, as Monongahela Mike here says, happy Thanksgiving. Jerry Yeager saying that or Yeager saying the same thing. Happy Thanksgiving. Mark saying the same thing. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, it's day early, but obviously we won't be shooting uh, a show on Thanksgiving. So I'm excited, man. Uh, this is honestly one of my, this is my favorite time of the year, just the holiday season. Uh, Thanksgiving week leading into into the Christmas season uh, to New Year's, just that entire uh, and it, this entire time is just my favorite time of year. It really is. I get really excited about it, um, and not just because of the pumpkin spice lattes either. <laughs> but um, hello, everybody! Thank you for joining us today. Uh, really excited to have everybody here. Um. Uh, Swan two six nine coming in saying great article on the background of the coaching adjustments. Uh, appreciate uh, the feedback. Um, Ryan saying the same thing. Appreciate you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, I just obviously you know we we you know that was actually a, a DK directed thing. Like make, we we need to make sure we get something out on those coaches. So kind of taking you peel peel the curtain back just a little bit so that whenever you guys kind of understand what we're doing from a coverage standpoint, when something like Matt Canada getting fired happens, we need to be all over it. Right. And I mean, we need, obviously Corey's there boots on the ground, you know, and he's the one covering it right then and there uh, DK, obviously being there too. Um, but doing it from his perspective, writing the big picture stuff, writing his column stuff. But then we have some other things to tackle as well. And, you know, obviously I was given that, uh, and having covered those guys last year while on the beat, I did have some experience and getting to watch how they coach, getting to talk to those guys during training camp last year. And, um, yeah, I, I, I so that was obviously something I, I kind of was excited about. It was a bit of a change up for me because I've been doing so much, you know, analysis here, analysis there, analysis here, and doing so much of that, that was kind of cool to go back into not, not a reporter type story, but to do something closer to that that i used to do because the beat reporter is always going to be in me <laughs> it just it, it just always is but uh it was just it was cool to, to to write something like that for sure um so uh, uh you know thank you guys for joining obviously you see Corey's not here uh he will be here eventually he's on the south side kenny talking today obviously players reacting today uh as you can tell by the title of today's episode saying no wholesale changes that is a um a pretty much a prelude into some of the some of the reactions um from the players and uh uh we will be talking about uh talking about that today especially after after Corey's uh um 
after Corey's here. Um, so some people are wanting to hear about the singing. I'm joking. I know you guys have been saying sign, signing. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the new uh, inside linebacker signing, Blake Martinez. Uh, I mean, shoot back 2017 through 2020, man. That's a guy you'd love to have on your football team. I mean, uh, four straight seasons uh, of, of 144 tackles or more. Uh, I think led the NFL in tackles in 2017. Um, that That is uh, – <laughs> that's a guy who's racking up tackles. That's a good guy to have on your defense. Uh, the problem is, is that 2021, he had an ACL injury. Um, that that happened in week three, so that derailed that season. Uh, 2022 only played, uh, only played four games. Then decided to retire um, because he wanted to sell rare Pokemon cards. Uh, and I made a lot of money doing it. Reported uh, eleven million dollars, and Cat uh, Manita says it here. Didn't he get into some trouble with his Pokemon card business? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. Uh, I think he got banned from a from a. I don't know which one. Uh, I, I linked the article in in our Steelers feed uh, whenever I initially uh, put the put this signing in in our feed on there. But uh, yeah, apparently he got banned from uh, from a predominant. Uh, uh, online marketplace and that kind of shot his business to H double hockey sticks. So, um, yeah. So apparently that's not a thing anymore. He was on the Panthers practice squad. Uh, the Steelers signed him to the 53 man. Obviously the Steelers probably have seen enough from the fact that he's on a practice squad to at least, Hey, it's worth making him the 53rd man on the roster. Um, the talent's obviously there because he's shown it at the NFL level. Obviously, he's on the other side of a serious knee injury. How does, how does, you know, how can he possibly perform there? Um, I just don't know. I don't know. I would not expect much from it. I really wouldn't. Um, and obviously this is getting, uh, this is getting a lot of attention too with him uh, being, you know, uh, released by the Colts or put on waivers by the Colts. Uh, Shaq Leonard, uh, if he clears waivers, if they can make the cap thing work and, you know, everything's there physically, I don't see why not. Um, but obviously you got to make the cap work. I don't think they have, I think he's, I think you'd have to have at least six and a half million in cap space. Uh, to be completely honest, I have not looked at the, at the exact cap numbers, so I don't know that for sure. Um, but I really wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it just because of the cap situation. But if you, if the Steelers can find a way to clear some cap, why not? I mean, shoot, the, the, the Steelers need reinforcements and, and quality reinforcements at inside linebacker. Now, Landon Roberts played really, really great against the Browns. That's also a game that's going to fit a Landon Roberts's MO pretty well. Going to play a lot of run defense and not going to be asked to do too much in pass coverage because the Browns just aren't going to test you vertically, right? I mean, Dorian Thompson-Robinson did not test the Steelers vertically. And that's one of the main reasons why the defense was so great in the second half, because they knew they could pretty much <laughs> put everybody within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage because the, they weren't going to throw the ball down the field. And that's why they, the Browns literally did almost nothing after that opening series touchdown. So, uh, uh Swan two, six, nine, who's a bigger, a better risk miles, Jack or Martinez. I, I think there's just, I don't know like what's like more who's more risky or, or not. I, I maybe you Martinez because he's actually on the active roster 
right now, Miles Jack isn't. Uh, so he's just on the practice squad. Um, he's coming out of retirement. So who knows what kind of shape he's in? Obviously, he's in good enough shape for the Steelers to want to sign him to his practice to their practice squad. So, um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I I would say Martinez might be the bigger risk just because he is actually on the active roster now. Um, uh, what about Jack? Uh, Brent asked, what about Jack? Do you think he's healed enough? I would hope so. I mean, it was a pretty bad groin injury last. I mean, I, I was one who reported it was a grade three strain. Uh, that's a pretty bad one was playing through it. Got hurt in the Ravens game. The first Ravens game last year, uh, played through it. Um, I, I remember when I, whenever I found that out and I'm obviously immediately reported it. Um, that was just shocking to me. I'm like, man, I cannot imagine playing through a grade three strain in your groin, right? There are two muscle injuries, you know, from the sports that I've played throughout the course of my career, you know, my career, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as a, as a teenager and young adult and stuff like that, hamstrings and groins are like two of the most painful injuries possible. Also taking a slap shot off the inside of a foot. I'm still kind of limping from that, by the way, that one really hurt too, but but in terms of muscle injuries, soft tissue injuries, hamstrings and groins are insanely painful. Um, groin, grade three strain, can't imagine. Um, yeah, and Swan269 says, I don't think anyone has ever questioned the toughness of Miles Jack. Yeah, after that, I wouldn't either. And it explains a lot why his, his play diminished over the course of the season, just because you cannot do very much when your groin is jacked up. Jacked up, pun. Um <laughs> Um, yeah. And Mark says, I feel like Jack was playing pretty darn. I, I wouldn't say like he was like playing great. Um, but they, uh, he was definitely a, a solid contributor and he, and that version of miles Jack would be a nice addition to the Steelers now, especially considering the injuries to like Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander. But again, we're talking about miles Jack on the other side of that groin injury on the other side of retiring from the sport. Those are some some pretty big, um, <laughs> some pretty big situations that have that have uh, you know happened obviously since then. So um, Brian actually points this out: toe injuries are no joke too. That is absolutely true. My wife, who's actually an avid runner, uh, got turf toe, and whenever I told her that that's what it was, it was like that. that she's describing everything to me. I'm like, that's turf toe. And she kind of had the same reaction that a lot of people that don't really know what turf toe is. Um, it is incredibly painful. And every it sounds like it's not. It sounds like, oh, my God, you've, you've got turf toe. That's like, come on, tough it out. No, turf toe can be absolutely freaking painful and almost impossible to play in, in, in certain instances. Just because anything you do with your toe, I mean, your toes you can't do anything <laughs> when you don't have toes. So, uh, yeah, it, it can be incredibly painful. And my wife, who runs four or five days a week, found that out very, very quickly. So, uh, yeah, toe injuries are, are yeah, they are, they're, they're no joke either. Um, yeah, Teresa, uh, happy Thanksgiving to all you turkeys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we're all turkeys here, and I'm excited. Um, also. Here near the end of the show, I thought we would do something fun because I'm sure Corey and I are going to butt heads on this, and that's fine too because after Corey's here, we're, we'll have a chance to do it. We'll, we'll end the show with some hot uh, Thanksgiving hot takes because I've seen some of them on social media. 
So save, I'm like, you can put them in the comments now, but I would just recommend kind of save it for near the end. Let's have some fun here going into the holiday because uh, as you know, we've already said, we're not doing a show tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family. Please don't try to set aside half hour, 45 minutes to watch this show. Spend the time with your loved ones. Enjoy the, the holiday and actually also do the same Friday. Uh, we're not, I'm not going to do a show Friday. Um, I, I, I mean, it's black Friday, so I know a lot of people are going to be out and about. They're going to be doing their shopping, you know, whatever. Uh, also just, you know, some people are just decorating for Christmas. That's usually the day that my family decorates for Christmas. My kids were just absolutely begging to decorate for Christmas. So we're kind of already about 80% decorated for Christmas when we're normally not. Uh, cause that kind of breaks my rule. I don't really like doing it until after Thanksgiving, but when you have, you know, kids and they give you those puppy dog eyes, sometimes you just have to acquiesce. So I did, uh, but we're going to finish decorating that day. So I'm just going to enjoy that time. Um, get some other things like work wise done too. So I'm going to take that day too. So this will be the last show of the week. Enjoy the four days. Um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and again, after Corey gets here, we're going to talk about a lot of the stuff that happened on the South side today. So don't worry. We're going to talk plenty about Steelers football and, uh, and yeah, there's also Mark. uh, I mean, Mark says lots of football on Friday, including NFL football, black Friday football. I keep, I keep forgetting about that because I have Tyree kill in one of my, one of my fantasy leagues. And I I keep forgetting. I keep seeing Friday and, and like, as him, like on the schedule, I'm like, it just throws me off. Like the last time an NFL game was played on a Friday, maybe like during the COVID season, like it was played. But other than that, like I cannot think of a day of a season when the NFL had a game on a Friday, like hard, fast scheduled on a Friday. I, I can't think of, I, I can't think of it. That's actually very, it just still throws me off. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. You guys are already kind of going with the Thanksgiving stuff. So, um, Swan two six nine. Yeah, that's a good Christmas rule. Listen, I, I am I am the, the the big. I'm one of the biggest Christmas fans in the world. I really am. I come by it honestly. My mom, I swear, she was born in the North Pole. Like she's just a gigantic Christmas person. Um, she will decorate for Christmas in October. Like she is that like that type of person, and that's fine. You know, to, to each his own. I, I'm not of the the mentality now where I just because I disagree with it means I'm going to shame them. I you know it, it is what it is. If it makes you happy, do it. I, like that's my mentality when it comes to a lot of things in life to, within reason. Um, but yeah, I, I still am like, okay, I still want to enjoy it. Like October, I still want to enjoy like Halloween and stuff like that. You know, the, the, the normal things that you would enjoy in October, November, you know, here in Texas, it's like, Oh man, the weather is finally kind of normal. <laughs> you know, it's not 50 degree swings every single day. You know, we're having, you know, it's, it's mild weather. It's also not too frigidly cold yet either. Uh, it's a good time of the year to play golf here. Like it's just, it, it just is, it's nice. Plus it's also Thanksgiving. I want to enjoy Thanksgiving, that kind of stuff. Then once Thanksgiving's over, Okay, let, let's bring on the Christmas stuff. Let's play the Christmas music. Let's get the decorations up. Let's get the lights on the house. Get the stuff out in the front yard. It's a lot of fun, man. Uh, and I keep the stuff up until January 6th, the day of Epiphany. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, once that's over, then that, that's it. Um, so, all right, let's see. Yeah, uh, yeah, and my and my drop sports says enjoy your holiday Southside beat. Yes, and that's the reason why we're, we're not going to do uh, shows t- uh, tomorrow on Friday. Just enjoy, uh, enjoy the holidays for real. Um, 
yeah, I, I'm really, really excited. Uh, about, I obviously was in Pittsburgh, didn't have Thanksgiving with my with my wife and kids last year. My brother lives in the Pittsburgh area, so I at least got to have it with with, with family last year with my brother and sister in law and my and my niece. Um, but uh, obviously, really looking forward to tomorrow of just you know getting to have that time with my wife and kids on Thanksgiving again. Uh, and uh, it's going to be at my brother in law and sister in law's house. Uh, it's going to be a big shindig over there, man. I'm 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 looking forward to it. There's going to be a lot of food there. Uh, football is going to be on a lot of Cowboys fans there. So it, it, it's different here because the Cowboys plan Thanksgiving every single year. So yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's it, Mike, Mike says it too. There's something about Friday NFL football. that just doesn't feel right, dude. I, I like, it throws me off. I have, I, I don't, I, I can't, I don't understand it. I, I don't, it, it's just, it's so weird. Um, yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Um, oh, Steelers feed update, by the way, uh, from Corey it says Blake Martinez said he had a choice between signing with the Panthers and Steelers 53 man rosters. And he chose the Steelers apparently. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so obviously, you know, liked the opportunity that the Steelers were, were providing there. So, um, yeah, Chris, appreciate it, man. This is a great addition to my afternoon therapy. Appreciate it, man. Uh, this is, uh, this is cool. Uh, I like to hear things like that. Um, uh, Jim says Thursday football still doesn't feel right. I, I mean, just because like for me, like growing up, you know, I, I grew up, you know, football was always first in our household. Like my dad, obviously like gigantic sports fan, didn't matter if it was Steelers, Pirates or Penguins, like it all year long. One of those three teams is on TV. Uh, my mom is like predominantly just like Steelers. I mean, she's still like a Penguins fan and a Pirates fan, but like it was like more like like it's like Steelers and that's like her that's like her team. Um, so just because of like football, like I just got used to waking up on Thanksgiving Day. The parade was the first thing on. But then once the Lions started playing, we turned on the Lions game. Then once the Cowboys started playing, we turned it over to the Cowboys game. So I just got used to watching football on Thanksgiving. Uh, so that part of it to me feels feels normal. Uh, the, the constant, like every week, Thursday night games, I still don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim says, unless it's a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much what I'm saying too. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Th ha happy Thanksgiving to you, Matthew. Appreciate it. Uh, really looking forward to it. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays of the year, by the way. I don't know if it's my favorite. I, th I still think Christmas is my favorite, but Thanksgiving is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why it's still one of my favorites because it can be looked over because some, so many people start looking forward to Christmas. I'm like, dude, I love Thanksgiving. I, I do. I love the time spent with family. Um, I remember I have a lot of memories as a kid of being, of having like big get togethers, uh, with, you know, you, you, you're obviously your, your immediate family, but then you have a lot of cousins and, you know, putting together these big football games with all the adults and the kids and you're spreading the adults, you know, evenly throughout the, so that's like an even distribution of adults and kids on each team. So it like, doesn't get too unfair. You know, you don't have all like all the adults and teenagers on one team, you know, and um, it was just so much fun to have like those type of those type of days together. Uh, and I think that's one of the main reasons why I love I love the holiday so much. Um, uh, do, 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 let's see. Swan 269, you have to give us a score since the show will have a holiday rest. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I give you a score. I, I think I'll, it's still kind of early. I don't know. I, I, I might give a prediction. I might. We'll see. If I if I am, it's gonna be. If I do, it's gonna be like like on the spot. I haven't prepared one for today. I'll put it that way. Um, 
but uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Jerry says, I remember big meals every Sunday, dude. For a while, like the the, the family that my my mom uh, uh, my mom used to be married into, like that that like that family, like uh, you know, we used to have a lot of big meals. It was like if it was like any kind of a like I swear it was like once a month for sure. Like it just it, we would have like an Easter type dinner after church. It was uh, it was crazy. Swan two six nine says we will grade you on a curve. Don't worry, <laughs> I don't want to be graded on uh, gra- uh, graded on a curve. Um, that's funny. Um, Rick says one hundred and forty three to nine. I'm not sure who wins. Jeez, if the Steelers have an offensive outburst the first game after Matt Canada is fired, regardless of who's at the helm, uh, I, I honestly don't know what what's what the. Re- Get, okay, here, I'm going to give you guys a question. What would your reaction be if the Steelers go off offensively on Sunday? What would your reaction be? Would you be pissed? Would you be happy? Um, would you be both? Uh, if this, I'm, I'm talking about like 400-yard performance, 30-plus points, and obviously a win. Uh, and I'm talking Kenny Pickett, 250-plus yards, multiple touchdowns in the air. If that type of a game happened on Sunday, what would your reaction be? And I'll put all the comments that I see here on, on the screen. Um, yeah, it was uh, just because I, I'm curious. Like, would you would you be would you be would you be pissed? Like, this is this is why we wanted Matt Canada fired. Or would you just be happy? And be like, you know what? Thank God they did it because now we know what this offense is capable of. Miles says, I love it. Awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the pessimism is still there. <laughs> Wrongism says impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's just so funny to kind of already see. Oh, man. Oh, man. You guys are awesome. Um, <laughs> Mike Drop Sports is excited as hell. Um yeah, that's awesome. Rick says, uh, hold on. Rick says, uh, happy. I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't been that insane for, for two plus years. Um, let's see. Uh, Kane says, yeah, we were right. Yeah. If that happens and, and the Steelers offense goes off I, again, I don't expect that to happen. I would hope that, the, that the kind of the, obviously the, the way that they're, you know, hoping to kind of do some things different. And this is kind of going to kind of segue because I, I haven't gotten a text from Corey yet. Oh, uh, Corey texted me five minutes ago and said five minutes. So I would expect him any second then. Um, but this kind of is a kind of a perfect time to then segue into what, what was said. Uh, Kenny said today that there, that there's not going to be any, any wholesale changes to the offense. Um, and I'll let Corey go into more detail there. He was in the room with, with Kenny when he was talking. Uh, so I'll let Corey obviously get, get into more detail whenever he jumps on. But, um, I, I again, we, we kind of said that early on. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, let's see if I got another text from Corey. Oh, Corey just said three more minutes, three more minutes. So, uh, but yeah, we, we were kind of saying that you know, there weren't going to be, um, there weren't going to be any wholesale changes because you can't implement a, a, a different offense in the middle of a season. I mean, you would literally have to go back to like rookie camp, like, like that type, 
like way before everything started because the, the, the groundwork starts to get laid at OTAs pretty much like that's when the groundwork for the, not just for the offense, but for the defense, for the entire team going into that season, the, the, the groundwork starts to get laid back then. Um, and uh, Barbara says no jet sweeps. Listen again, the jet sweeps aren't as bad as people think they are. They really, because they can come in different forms. It doesn't just have to be to a, to a receiver or anything like that. They did one to Jalen Warren on, on, on a third and one, I think it was, on, on, on a short yardage situation against the Browns, and it worked. You know, you can do the the, the different types of jet sweeps. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 yeah. And Chris, she actually says jet sweeps work most of the time. The, the, the problem with the jet sweeps was sometimes doing them at um, just at the wrong time, you know, on wrong downs. Uh, for example, this season, the first run of the season should not have been a jet sweep. It just, that's not a great way to establish your identity as a running team by saying, here's a jet sweep. You know, that, that is not the right time to run a jet sweep. Sometimes they were called at the wrong times. Other times they work because sometimes, especially like nowadays with the tush push and all this kind of the brotherly shove and all this kind of stuff on the third ones and fourth and ones. You know, everybody's expecting up the middle, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're running a jet sweep. And look who's here. This look is here. This is the definition of coming in hot today. Let me tell yeah. you what today has been. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hello, Chris. Hello, everybody. Hey, Corey. Uh, so we were actually it was kind of like perfect like segue into what we were talking about. The title of the episode, No Wholesale Changes, what Kenny talked about today when it comes to the offense. So I'm gonna turn it over to you because I've been talking my butt off for 24 minutes. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna turn it over to you. What all did Kenny talk about when it came obviously to to uh the obviously the changes at offensive coordinator? Um Obviously, the no wholesale changes is, is a big quote from there, but yes. just your impressions from what Kenny said today. My my other biggest impression, and by the way, when I say it as like flying by the seat of our pants as we get, I, I threw some stuff into the feed on DKPittsburghSports.com, scoped out a place, and they shut the lights off in the indoor. So I'm like, I got to get to the car. And then I realized I forgot my headphones. So I'm going no headphones, hot spot in the Woo! car. We, we got to make the show work. Right. We got to make yeah. the show work. The other biggest thing that Kenny Pickett said to me, in, in mm -hmm. addition to the, I guess, system stuff, right, is that the players are taking this as a challenge. This is the players. This mm -hmm. is now on the players. Right. Yeah. And that's not to paint Matt Canada as a grand scapegoat or, you know, saying that he's the fall guy or anything, because I really don't think it's that. No, I think now what you're going to see and hear is that the players are now going to take liberty on themselves not that they have it before but it's very clear now that if the players don't perform and the Steelers offense does not improve over the next seven weeks over the next seven weeks this is now on the players and this yeah. is their asses and not Matt Canada or Eddie Faulkner or Mike Sullivan this is now about Kenny Pickett getting better and performing and doing and doing what's What's necessary? Uh, Bob asked, did I take this hoodie from the gender reveal section? <laughs> this is uh, I've had this hoodie. You've seen this hoodie before. I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, Mark, this is not a Kangle. This is a Stetson. Uh, please make sure. Oh, Sam, God. 
that was funny. Chris knows this. Chris knows this. This is um uh, a friend of ours, Chris Adamski of the trip. That's actually oh dude, Chris Adamski's always wearing it. Always. Yeah, this is the Chris Adamski look right here. And it uh, really is. How that. many how many of the people in the in the media actually like called you Chris today? Zero today, but I think I got like four the first time I wore one of these. Okay, all right. I have yeah, a couple yeah. of these. This one's like the winter variety, the cold weather variety. Okay. Then I have a, a sleeker, I guess you could say, black one for the for the warmer one. Well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss a question to you that Monogahela Mike asked because I think this is a pretty important one too. Uh, Monogahela Mike asked Corey, "What's the pulse of the locker room?" Because I think that's pretty important today. First time walking in the locker room. Uh, after you know a coordinator has been fired by the organization yeah. in the middle of the season for the first time since 1941, yeah. That I mean, what was the locker room like today? So it, I think a lot of the locker room tenor was echoed by what Cam Hayward said yesterday on his podcast. And it's not just football podcast where it's very much not a ding dong the witch is dead scenario in the locker room, like. Mm-hmm. The first thing that came out of players' mouths when it came to Matt Canada was about Matt Canada, the person, and how Matt Canada, the person, he was a genuinely good person. Now, I've been around a lot of people in sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever sport it is. You could be a great person, but a terrible coach. Yeah. Certainly that applies here. Certainly that applies here. So everybody feels for Matt Canada, the person. I, I've I've worked with people that I've really liked them as a person, but in working with them, they were terrible at their job. I mean, it, it's just sure. you, you th- those type of people exist all, you know, all throughout every kind of profession. So you still feel for somebody whenever they lose their job, especially if you know them on a personal level. And I, and I, I think to a certain point, even the players who were fed up with the way the offense was playing didn't necessarily relish or celebrate the fact that Matt Canada lost his job. Right. I, I I don't think any player is celebrating that. I think the, the only the only reason that they may have wanted that some sort of change was purely because they want better results on the field. And they felt that a change is really the only way to have that done. If any players were wanting change, because a lot of the times players aren't happy about it, especially when you know go, go across to different sports, like when Mike Johnston was fired. Uh, in the 2015-16 season, uh, Penguin season, and yeah. then Mike Sullivan takes over, and they obviously end up, you know, going on to win the Stanley Cup that year. I don't think Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and all those guys were like hooting and hollering and happy Black that Mike Johnson lost his job. No. Yeah, no, but I think they all kind of felt that, and then all players kind of take that personally, take it more like, okay, there's no more excuses anymore. Now, if we still go out there and suck, it's more on us now than it is on the coaching staff. Right. Now, uh, I, I will say that, think it, put it in this perspective, okay? Deontay Johnson spoke again after he already talked on Monday. So Deontay was willing that's to talk not, about that's it. Not, yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. Pat Fryermuth talked today. Alan Robinson talked today. Now, as usual, Cam Hayward. Um, obviously, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Um, you know, not much time for Cam Hayward tomorrow, but Cam talked today. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Robinson gave his time. Pat Fryermuth gave his time. I got a couple of one-on-ones. I got Jalen Warren, um, and Jalen didn't talk too much. He didn't do like a scrum or anything. Um, I talked to a couple other Steelers on the side about Matt Canada, but I kind of want to reserve those for for a future Friday Insider, so without spoiling too much. Um, I will say that they are two players who Canada has pretty deep history with um, yeah. either side. I will I will let those, leave those to interpretation, but I kind of want to save those information Uh, bits of information for a future insider but like it's not like people were shut down completely or people were just like you know uh, out of the woods on the situation like the consensus is because of course the players were off yesterday 
Um, the consensus is, is that everybody, just about everybody found out on social media, just as we all did on Tuesday, right? Like right before 9 a.m., um, right before 9 a.m., the press release drops, and, and that's when every just about everybody found out. And then, of course, Mike Tomlin said he was going to tell players today, and, and here we go. We're off the business. And, you know, Mike Sullivan and uh, Eddie Faulkner are running the meeting room all of a sudden, and that's mm-hmm. where the change really starts. So, again, the consensus from the locker room, it wasn't a down locker room. It wasn't a lively locker room. It was a pretty even-keeled one. And I think a large part of that is the timing. Like, they have to prepare for the Bengals. They have to figure out how they're going to win this football game. They have to figure out how they're going to regroup and get it together. There's really no time. Kenny Pickett said today they had maybe 15 minutes to talk about it, and then it's back to business, right? Yeah, so, you don't have time to sit there and sulk. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's it was a fine locker room today. It wasn't jovial. It wasn't sad or anything. It, it was just kind of more business as usual. But I did want to make a note um, that, that all of those offensive players were willing to speak today. Um, Real quick, Matthew asked, did Minka speak today? No, he did not. Um, again, injury report will dictate. I know Mike Tomlin said that he and, for the fact of that, uh, uh, of that matter, Montrevis Adams are working to get back. They're working hard to get back, as Tomlin would say. So, I have uh, not injury, seen an injury report drop yet. Try no, to... and it's probably not going to drop until about 4.30 or so. Okay. So that, that's been about the timing, you know, just after yeah. uh, that. No, Logan, George Pickens did not speak. Um, I did not. See George Pickens, but also to be fair, now keep in mind today was kind of a wonky day. They practiced inside on the in the indoor facility, which mm-hmm. is of course away from the locker room. They have to walk across the parking lot to get there. Yeah. And Kenny Pickett, right after practice ended, which ended early by the way, uh, about ten minutes early, hmm. um, Kenny Pickett walked right into the media room, which there's a door that literally takes you from the field to the media room. Yeah. So Kenny Pickett walked right to the podium right after that, and that's where I was. And locker room opened at the same exact time. So I wasn't there for about the first 10, 15 minutes of locker room. That being said, when I got back in there, I did not see George Pickens. So mm-hmm. take that for what you it's worth. I mean, he could have been doing treatment. He could have been doing a bunch of different things. You don't yeah, know. There's a, there's a number of different things. Yeah. Right. So no George Pickens today. No uh, Minka today. But again, I, I think given the circumstances, a fair amount of players, Mason Cole did a, a, some interviews too, you know, and he spoke on Monday as well. So a fair amount of players, gave their perspective today on, on what was going on. And you'll read it later on DKPittsburghSports.com once I get home and, and get it together. You know, just the general feel from Kenny Pickett. And again, aside from what could go on systemically, I think the biggest thing that he said today was that this is now a challenge to the players. This is a kick in the rear rear end of the, of the players saying, hey, it's on you now in, the, in yeah. that respect. So yeah. uh, Mark asks, are the Steelers practicing tomorrow? Uh, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be a shortened day, you could say, on the south side as the offices are closed at 2 p.m. Um, that being said, though, it is still a coordinator Thursday. Now, my mm-hmm. indication is that Eddie Faulkner will be the one that speaks tomorrow, and it will be a earlier coordinator for, uh, coordinator Thursday. This will be about a 1045 yeah. a.m. Uh, press conference time for Eddie Faulkner and Terrell Austin. So he is, um, uh, he is usually, or he is officially, by the way, if you go to the Steelers website, Eddie Faulkner is officially the interim OC. Yes. Like, yes. so that, like, I understand that like some of the duties are split, obviously with Mike Sullivan handling the bulk of the play calling and everything like that. But I mean, it is a, like Eddie Faulkner is officially the interim offensive coordinator. So, so the way that tomorrow is going to go is, um, coordinator Thursday, the press conference, hollow blue at 10 45. And then 
I'm going to get out early just for Thanksgiving. Um, I'm going to, you know, go have dinner with my mother and everything, but I will have stuff, of course, on the website. Um, oh, yeah. You know, DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm, I'm, I'm off tomorrow. I, I'm, I, 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 I've been, I've been working like every single day, even if it's just a little bit here and there. I'm, I'm, I'm Chris off tomorrow. going to wipe the hands clean. He's going to get um, stuff with the L tryptophan and all that. I didn't get to spend, la- I said it earlier, I didn't get to spend last Thanksgiving with my wife and kids, and I'm looking forward to it uh, yeah. this year. So I'm, I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, so on I don't understand this, by the way, and I haven't even checked to see if I'm blocked by him or not. But apparently, Eddie Faulkner has blocked a lot of people on Twitter. I think it was more like the radio and TV people and like the talking heads, so to speak, and not as much the reporters. Interesting. So that that would actually make sense because obviously Eddie Faulkner like talks to the reporters, knows or now he will like and knows those people. So I think if you're a blogger or like I said, like radio or TV or something like that, you're probably blocked. But um, I I don't know. I I don't think I have been blocked. Uh, I'm gonna double check right now. Just anyway, so so the way tomorrow is going to go. I have not been blocked by Eddie Faulkner. Okay, so you're there. So, so the way tomorrow's going to go is it's pretty much a half day around here. It's pretty much a half day yeah. around here. Uh, Eddie Faulkner and Terrell Austin. At Which is weird because I don't remember last year being a half day because I didn't get to my I didn't get to do my Thanksgiving thing until like seven o'clock uh, last year. Yeah. Because I got like I got done covering like a normal coordinator Thursday, went home, wrote like everything that I wrote for that day, then cooked, then went to my 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 the dinner that I went to. So, yeah, um. um I, what I remember from last year's Thanksgiving practice is that Cam Hayward brought us donuts and coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, boxes of donuts. I do boxes. remember that. I they, do remember like, that. Six boxes of donuts. This is from Cam Hayward. This is all on Cam. Yep. Yep. And apparently Cam is a frequenter at his local Dunkin' Donuts. Um, we have So we have been told. Um, but he left about six boxes of donuts and a couple of those like boxes of coffee. You know what my favorite? You know what my favorite present was last year from, from a Steelers uh, player slash executive slash coach? What's that? Was when Omar Khan bought everybody Rockaway Pizza last year. Oh yeah, yeah. That Pittsburgh was Toddy, that is a rough uh, beat. Pittsburgh Toddy, that is a bad beat. Getting blocked by Salma Hayek. That is ooh. a. I don't know what you now. I don't know what you did to deserve that. <laughs> so, got to be careful there, Toddy. You just got to yeah. be careful. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So tomorrow is an abbreviated day. Coordinator Thursday at ten forty-five a.m. I'll have plenty more. On DKPittsburghSports.com in our feed, of course. Um, you right. know, coming from Eddie Faulkner. And then no Southside beat tomorrow. Or Friday. Uh, or, or or Friday. Is yeah, that I was, yeah, just because I told everybody, it's like, you know, it's Black Friday. People are going to be out, out and about doing things. Uh, plus, you know, I've got my own things I'm going to be doing with my kids and everything like that. So, And I'm just, on the road. Yeah, and every so everybody just enjoy. I was like, everybody just enjoy your your holiday weekend. Yeah. Uh, before we'll be we go, today. before we go, I know you need to go because you have work you have to do. But before we go, I was thinking instead of like final thoughts and stuff like that, Thanksgiving hot takes. Sure. Um, <laughs> once you're in high school, the parade's not worth getting up for. Okay. <laughs> it's not worth getting up to watch, like. I, and, yeah. and I'll extend this into a Christmas take. If you haven't oh, seen no. the tree at Rockefeller Center, go once and don't go again. It's just the <laughs> tree. It's just the tree. To be honest with you, going to see the tree live mm-hmm. took some of the mystique away from it for me. Like, it, it's that wonder of, like, you see it on television. It's blown up huge right in front of 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. I say Thanksgiving take. The parade's cool until you're in high school. Like, or unless you have kids, right? 
Yeah. Like Chris, you have kids. They probably want to get up. They, they want to watch the, they, Yeah, they want to watch the parade in the morning. And then my my son was like, "We're gonna get to watch football tomorrow." I'm like, "Yeah, we'll watch football." Exactly. Tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. But like, if you're if you're doing it alone, if you're like, "I'm getting up for the parade," and you're like, in that eighteen to thirty demo, then you know. All right, everybody. Out. Hey, everybody. I already already put swans up there. If you have a Thanksgiving hot take. Put it up there, yeah, man. Put it in. Uh, put it yeah, in. Yeah, yams yeah, and marshmallows uh, are fraud. If you're putting marshmallows in your potatoes, what are you doing? Um, uh, um, the best Thanksgiving side dish, hot, hot take, is green bean casserole. I love that green bean mixed with the cream of mushroom and those yeah. horrible canned French fried onions. Give me that. I'll take it all day. Oh, no. I, I make a mean green bean casserole. I put yeah. some cheese in mine. Uh, yeah, no. I there I put a little bit of extra touches when it comes to some seasonings. Yeah. And I add some cheese into mine. No, I that's actually one of the dishes we're bringing over to my family's Thanksgiving thing tomorrow. So, like, no, I, I'm i total in agree. I, I expect us to butt heads on something when it comes to Thanksgiving. Sure. I don't, uh, I don't I know. What, I don't know. Here. I love yeah. Ryan's sneak here. Turkey is for Thanksgiving. Ham is for Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ham is for Christmas. Let's keep it yeah. there. Spaghetti salad, Mark. I don't know what you're eating over there. Um, Jason's <laughs> okay. mac and cheese is not this a Thanksgiving is, this dish. Is that's, that's this is crap. This is no, that's crap. The mac and cheese is absolutely a Thanksgiving dish. You're absolutely. From the south. I'm not from the south, but I live in the south. You live so in the you, south. Yes, it is. Like just because it's not done. Okay, I have to tell Texas people the same thing <laughs> when it comes to like I have a lot of Texas people tell me that beans don't belong in chili. I'm like bull crap. Oh, beans do be- beans are I'm like beans do belong in chili. They oh. just don't belong in t- in chili when it comes to if you're making making authentic like if you're trying to enter a chili into a Texas chili <laughs> cook-off, you cannot put beans in it because you will be disqualified. Yeah. That so that's like the only time that you're not allowed to put beans in chili, but absolutely beans can go into chili just like mac and cheese can be a Thanksgiving yeah. dish. I'm this sorry. Might, I will I will be- die on that hill. This might be comment of the day. Uh, Three Kings Kennel says, like, <laughs> I know I'm talking to white people. <laughs> that is comment of the day from Three Kings Kennel. Way to so go. Good. He's right. Uh, he or she is right. That is hysterical. Homemade dinner rolls are a must. Don't be cheap. Don't just go for the King's Sweet Hawaiian or, or whatever. I will say if you're not baking fresh bread or fresh rolls, go to a local bakery. Yeah, go I to don't. a local deli. Sorry. Go somewhere local. Don't just I- like. No, I buy I buy the cheap bread or I buy like the cheap pack because if I'm going to load up on carbs, I'm going to make sure it's carbs that taste better, something better than bread. Sure, I'm 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 eating potatoes. I'm eating a lot, like a lot of gravy on those potatoes. Right, I'm or eating, mac, I'm little, eating uh, mac and cheese. Or you're going to um, have bread and add a little, you know, sage and chicken stock and some seasonings and make it stuffing. I mean, that's Frank, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Chili with beans is still chili. Chili with no beans is a hot dog topping. Come on, guys. Or or authentic Texas. I've had authentic Texas chili that doesn't have beans in it, and it is dang good. It's just a different type of chili. Chris G, this is acceptable. Yes, Texas this is Roadhouse acceptable. rolls go are to, the bomb. If you go that's, to that's the TX butter. Roadhouse, that's acceptable. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, okay, um, before we get out, Chris, also real quick, since we're not doing a show Thursday or Friday, predictions yeah i i I told everybody i was like you know i'm still kind of like i'm pulling this one out of you know um i'm gonna say the steelers rally around this whole change and everything like that um obviously Bengals playing without um without joe burrow uh i don't know how much i i don't know if the steelers are gonna let themselves be be beaten twice in a row 
like especially division games and everything like that by a, a backup or even a third string quarterback. I just don't think they're going to let it happen. Um, just kind of like, you know, like Mike Tomlin led teams find a way to kind of just stop the bleeding after a while when it comes to certain things. And I think this is one of those things where they kind of want to stop it before it starts bleeding. You understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. I understand it's just one loss right now, but if you don't come out of there with a win on Sunday, they, I think they understand that this kind of is a must win. And I think because of that, I think they come away with the win. I don't think it's a, I, I don't expect some sort of offensive outburst. No, I, I don't expect that whatsoever, but um, I will, I will say the Steelers win uh, again, pulling a score out of my butt here. Um, 22 to 16. You're thinking too big. 12-9, Chris Boswell, four field goals. Game <laughs> winner. You're thinking too big. I'm going small ball. It's going to be ugly and gross. Are you kidding I don't, me? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. 12-9. <laughs> you know, dude, it can be a really ugly game. And Shoot, the Steelers offense played like crap against the Browns in week two, and the team still put up 26 points as a whole because the defense put two points on the board or two touchdowns on the board. You never know when the defense is going to going to contribute a touchdown. By the way, one quick uh, little other like defense note. I talked to Blake Martinez after practice. He said he had a choice between Steelers 53 I, and Carolina 53. I actually saw your notification come through and I actually told everybody what you said in the in the notification. So I made sure everybody got your everybody here got your notification. And no sign of a Pikachu. If you know, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, we kind of hit on that too. No sign of a Pikachu, <laughs> you know, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, my 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 Thanksgiving hot take really quick. Uh, sweet potato pie sucks. Pumpkin pie for the win. Okay. Can't stand anything sweet potatoes. I have tried. I have gotten into health kicks. I have gotten into health kicks. I've tried eating sweet potatoes just by themselves. I've tried eating them like all like doctored up so that they can taste. I I still cannot stand anything sweet potato. My sister-in-law makes a very, very famous sweet potato pie. Everybody loves it. I've tried it. It's just, I can't. It, it's something about like uh, I don't know. I just I can't explain it. I just can't stand sweet potatoes. I I don't. Oh. I don't know why. But pumpkin right. pie, pumpkin pie to me, I freaking love pumpkin pie. All right, Chris has Chris has haters coming through the chat. Well, I understand. Them. I knew. I again, again, it was gonna be hot takes. I knew it was gonna ruffle some feathers. That's fine. I and not the thing is that I used to hate pumpkin pie. I used to. I'm, I'm drinking a pumpkin spice latte. I used to hate everything pumpkin. It wasn't until one year it just magically switched for me, and now I love pumpkin stuff. I, I just uh, I do now, not to the point of being like I've got to get the pumpkin spice latte in August, but oh, you know, but hey, I, I we have an injury I, report. Ooh, already! All right, let's go. Let's go yeah, real quick. Let's do oh, that. We're running over today. Oh, big day! Whoa, big day on ooh. the injury report. All right, let's yeah. do this real quick. Oh my god! All right, limited. Limited. James Pierre with the shoulder. Nick Herbig with the hamstring. Montrevis Adams with an ankle. Returns Buckle to up. practice. That's a good sign. Buckle up. We got six DNPs, folks. Yeah. George Pickens with a shin injury. Uh, Patrick Peterson rest. Minka with his hamstring did not practice. Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, uh, Isaac Sayamalo, Cam Hayward, all DNPs because of rest. Of rest. So, injury report. Once again, Limited, James Pierre with the shoulder, Nick Herbig with the hamstring, Montrevis Adams with an ankle, did not practice, Pat P, Levi Wallace, 
Isaac Sayamalo, Cam Hayward, all did not practice because of rest. That's important to note. Minka, no practice because of a hamstring, the same hamstring. George Pickens did not practice shin injury. So there you yeah. go. That's uh, that's rough. Um, yeah. Why are that's you guys rough. still here, William? Ask. It's been a day, man. It's been a day, man. Yeah, a lot of the guys who are who are like did not practice because of rest and stuff like that. That's not too out of the ordinary on a Wednesday. Um, and, and and even the, the the like the first DNPs when it comes to like George Pickens and stuff like that. That's obviously a little concerning. The fact that well he hasn't been on the injury report all season. Uh, and so all of a sudden he's not just on the injury report, but he's a, like, did not participate in practice. Um, if he go, if he like doesn't practice again tomorrow, that's when it starts getting concerning. Right. Again, the whole two is a pattern thing. Like, okay, happens one day. Okay. You know, not kind of put it on the, kind of put it in the back a little bit, just kind of be like, all right, let, 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 let me look out for this tomorrow. And then if again, if it's a do not practice again tomorrow, that's when the concern comes in. All right, Stephen asked Leonard. I'm, sh- I'm assuming that Shaq Leonard, he's still on waivers. No indication as to whether the Steelers are going to pick him up or not. But given they just signed Miles Jack back to the practice squad and they added Blake Martinez, not sure I, on, on I have Shaq to make Leonard. The cap work somehow, though. I mean, it, like, right. I, if there's a way to do it, I don't see why you wouldn't. Sure. But, sure. but I mean, you're, you're, you've got some, again, I don't know the exact Steelers cap situation. Uh, I don't know how much uh, cap room they have right now. But I would assume with a, I think six and a half million that he, you'd have to account for when it comes to him in terms of the cap. I'm, I'm sure there's some hurdling that would have to be done there. All right, we got to um, get out of here. I got to go work. Uh, Chris, yeah. thank you for holding it down. No, Goodbye. no problem. No man. show tomorrow. No show tomorrow. No show Friday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have a happy holiday. Hope you get to spend it with your loved ones and uh, eat some good food and watch some good football. DK and Ramon coming up in about 10 minutes. Rick is, Rick is correct here real quick. Just saying if he clears waivers, it would be a fresh contract. Yes. But, yes. but that's on, that's if on. you wanted to claim him on waivers and yes, but obviously then if you let him get through waivers, then he can sign with whoever he wants. So you kind of lose the advantage at that point. So. Bob, we love you too. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy your weekend. He's Chris and I'm Corey from the car. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. This has been the Southside Beat. DK and Ramon in about 10 minutes. Cheers, everybody. Have a good day.